Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Yield Today with Dallin Canlan. This is episode 14, three Christmas comeback stories. It's still that time of year, still December, so I can say that. Before I move on, I just wanted to apologize real fast. These last couple of weeks, I was just finishing up school this semester and being really lazy with the podcast and pretty much every other aspect of my life. And I'm done with it. I'm fed up with it. 2020 is a new year. It's really close by. I'm super excited for it. And I already have the next three episodes of the podcast recorded. Two interviews and a solo episode. So stay tuned for that. The podcast will be active in 2020. I plan to have an episode every week of 2020. That is the goal. That is the plan. And a whole lot more interviews and just a lot more learning about myself and optimizing the podcast and hopefully getting some thoughts from you guys. With that said, let's jump into the episode. Ever since I was a kid, the story of A Christmas Carol has been a powerful one for me. The idea of Scrooge is this guy who's lived his whole life kind of swindling people, you know, just getting by, taking a little bit more than he's supposed to from people, and he just gets away with it, you know? And so he's able to move on with his life, and he makes a lot of money, and it seems like he's living a good life, it seems like he's pretty happy, and lo and behold... Christmas time comes around, but this Christmas is a little bit different than past Christmases. It was going to be the same Christmas, but then Scrooge goes to bed and he has three dreams in one night, which is kind of crazy. They're from Christmas, the ghosts of Christmas past, Christmas present, and Christmas future. And these ghosts show him different things. They don't necessarily, they tell him some stuff, but most of it's showing. Christmas past is like, hey, look at you when you were back when you were younger and you loved Christmas and here you were happy and you were, well, it depends on that version you watch. But the one I'm thinking of is like Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol and he's like dancing with that girl and they're young and things are good. And he was just having a good time and enjoying the little things of life and wasn't super rich or anything, you know. And so the ghost shows him that and then moves on to the present where it's like, this is what's going to happen your employee bob cratchit who you've been treating like garbage well just neglecting not really treating like garbage but just neglecting which it's kind of the same thing but his son tim little tim is gonna die probably because they can't pay for the doctor visits and so not only is he not thriving, he's but, he, he's but he's barely surviving off of the funds, the wages that Scrooge is giving Bob Cratchit, and he made him work part of Christmas. It depends, on, again, on the version you watch. And then Christmas Future, and it depends, again, on the version you watch. But the one I'm thinking of, and this is where it kind of mixes together, and I'm probably thinking of the Disney one, but it's like this grave, and it just has his name on it, and that's it like nobody really cares a lot there's not really much difference like yeah he had what was coming to him he had his fun he had his laughs of life and um you know people were just kind of like all right well let's just move on with life not really a bad thing you know that he's gone so scrooge has these dreams and at the end of the third dream he is like spirit take me out of here just bring me back to my life like i'm ready just you know, but earlier in the other dreams, it's like, just get me out of here. I cannot see anymore. But there was still more that needed to be shown to him. And so he was. 
I just really like that story. It's a great story to me of hope and peace and the power of just giving to other people from your heart. Because when Scrooge woke up the next day, he's like, it's Christmas. I'm so excited. He goes out, gives money to people. And kind of like Zacchaeus in the Bible, just goes back and helps out all these people. Gives Bug Cratchit a big Christmas dinner and a bunch of toys. And Tim's life, little Timmy's life is saved. And so, and that's where that cool little quote, God bless us, everyone. Little Timmy's life was pretty good and he was pretty happy with what he had. But Scrooge giving what he gave to little Tim and his family changed his life forever. So that's a good one. Also, another quick part of that is Jacob Marley. In the Disney version, it's goofy. (laughs) He's like, I have these chains that I created, we created in our lives And I have these for a long time. Scrooge didn't want that. And Jacob Marley didn't want that for his his business partner. And so he was able to get out of it while he still could. Really cool comeback story. I'm sure after that, Christmases weren't really ever the same in the best way possible. Number two, I'm trying to remember when I first heard this story. Okay, let me set the stage. So this is from an article from CBC. I'm going to have a link to it in the show notes. So basically, Robert May was working for this company, and they were tasked with sending out free coloring books every Christmas, but they decided that year to create their own. Robert May started working on it, and it was the idea of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So it was originally a coloring book, which is interesting to me. And his daughter really liked the deer at the Lincoln Park Zoo. So it was inspired by that. Then his wife got cancer, and she died just a couple months after that, which left Robert to take care of his daughter, Barbara, by himself. Everybody at Montgomery Ward, the company is working working for, is like, dude, give up on the book. But May refused. So I'm, I'm taken from the quote. I'm quoting from the website. It says, but May refused, writing years later, I needed Rudolph now more than ever. I thought this was really cool because like the idea of Rudolph was inspiring to him. This idea of this deer that has a nose that's kind of funny looking, at least from the other deer's point of view, could it at some point light the way, something that all the other deer could not do. That deer felt very unique and probably out of place at times, but he was able to light the way on Christmas, Christmas night. And it was good that Rudolph had a little glowing nose because he was able to help guide Santa's sleigh. I'd say that's the way of my podcast too. Going back, the episodes have inspired me when I re-listen to them. It's just really cool to be able to do something for a purpose and for a reason. Robert May had a really strong reason for keeping this going. He really wanted to make his daughter and his wife, his late wife, proud and Another quote, he said, he thought that this creature might become a symbol for himself and Barbara for happier times that lay ahead. He was right on the money with this. So it came out and Montgomery Ward gave out almost two and a half million copies of it. But then there was all these wartime restrictions on paper. And so it didn't actually get it didn't actually get circulated that much. When it resumed again in 1946, it was more popular than before. At first, Robert May didn't get any kind of money for this. It all went over to Montgomery Ward because they were his company that he was working for. But then about eight years later, after it had been written in 1947, Sewell Avery 
the head of Montgomery Ward, quoting from the website, gave all the rights for Rudolph to the copywriter. And it was the first time the company had ever done that. So he was able to get money. And then the story continues. Johnny Marks, a songwriter at the time, ends up marrying Robert May's sister. He reads the story. He's like, dude, I got to make a song for this. And so he does it. He makes it happen. So it's very good that Robert just ran with this and made it happen when it did So, because he's able to inspire all these people. When I first started a gaming YouTube channel with my friends, I mean, sure, I could have started later with better equipment, but the thing was there was people we were inspiring like just in the first couple months of it. So it was good we started when we did. Same thing with Robert May because Johnny Marks kept writing, and it says here in the article that Johnny had been writing songs since he was 13. And I'm sure like not all of them were that big, but the fact that he tried ever since he was 13 to follow his dream, that's a big deal. And so he was ready when this moment came. And it's like, yo, Rudolph the Red Road's reindeer, this is going to be big. And it was big. It was humongo. So what happened was after that, this song gave some movie producer guy some inspiration. He's like, dude, this needs to be a movie. And so what happens? It becomes a movie. Guys, you cannot underestimate the power of your vision to change to change the world really like the yield mindset (laughs) honestly to me I feel like it's all in my head but I share with people and they're like wow that's really cool like if you envisioned love demonstrated before you did anything I mean wouldn't that change how you planned it out or how you marketed it or anything like that yes it would so that's why I'm trying to get this mindset out there and I hope it's good for youth too And for me, because that's what I need, too, at this time in my life. But yeah, every person, there's all these people that got their vision from each other. So, like, the guy who made the movie didn't get inspired, really, by reading the original book, although he was. What he's mostly inspired by, according to this account, is the song. That's what triggered it. So it's important that everybody played their part. You know, the person who wrote the book couldn't have made the movie, etc., etc. I think you get what I'm saying. The big thing I get from that is just to start with where you're at, start with the right intent, make it happen today, and don't delay. Make your dreams happen. Like, he wasn't going out of, he wasn't planning to write the next big, you know, like write this super Christmas classic, but he did because he was motivated by his love for his late wife and his daughter and he made something great and you guys can too so moving on to the third story this can be a little cheesy but i just wanted to talk really quick about the shepherds that are just kind of chilling in their fields they're pretty humble you know they're just shepherds watching sheep but then some angels come to them like fear not we bring you good tidings of great joy i should be all people for unto you is born this day in the city of david a savior which is christ the lord And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. All these angels come out and start singing hosannas. And I'm sure those shepherds like, what the heck? Like, you know, we're just shepherds. But God can speak to anyone. And he does. Often speaks to those who don't feel like they're doing that great. Or they just feel really inadequate. That's how I felt lately with this podcast. And I felt... A lot of guidance and help, but of course I want to feel adequate. I want to get better so I can help other people feel better too. So why am I bringing this up? So the shepherds, they saw that 
and they left so that they could go see the Christ child. And I'm sure there was some other detours that could have gotten in their way, but they had a goal to go see the Christ child, to follow the star, and they were able to go, and they had a great feeling of joy when they got to see him and his mother Mary and his earthly father Joseph. So what I wanted to share from this story real fast is, guys, God cares about you, and he's reaching out to you in many different ways. I hope you felt him reach out to you this Christmas, and maybe he, maybe he's kind of guiding you to start a podcast, or maybe he's guiding you to change up some part of your day. Maybe, you know, maybe you just want to try something out. Go for it. You should totally go for that, because the sooner you go for it, the sooner you can have a wonderful experience like the shepherd had meeting the Christ child and with me starting this podcast. I've met a lot of really cool people from starting this podcast and I've had a lot of cool experiences and learned a lot. And when I, how the story of how I started this podcast, really short story is I've been planning on it for a while. I was digging up potatoes on a Saturday Friday with some friends in the summer and it was hot. And I was like, you know what? I'm starting my podcast tomorrow because that's all I can think about. You know what? I did. I did it. That's what you got to do sometimes. I hope you guys all had a wonderful Christmas and that you enjoyed these three comeback stories I shared with you. I know that when we follow our dreams and when we trust God and make time for the things that truly matter in our lives, like our family and our personal development and communication with God, then everything else really does fall into place in the best way. And we get to learn the most about ourselves and are able to help other people the most. That's what I've seen in my life. If you like this podcast, definitely subscribe to it on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Spotify. Check out the Instagram where I try to post where I post some of my favorite bits from each episode. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed 2019 for what it was in 2020. It's going to be even better. Hope to see you guys in 2020. Thank you so much for listening and helping me out with getting this thing off the ground. I'm excited for the future. Take care, guys. Yield today. Don't delay.